0: something that doesn't make sense
1: even with couples stuck at home with nothing to do experts are saying we're not likely to see a quarantine baby boom and that's a shame because my wife and i we say it every day you know what would be great right now more kids in the house experts say there would be a spike in birth rates if we could stop asking our significant
2: others why they're loading the dishwasher that way No, we can't. Yeah.
1: I've never my whole life I've always thought those baby boom stories were stupid. You go back pre-birth control, maybe that's possible, but whose family planning is so haphazard of how many kids you're gonna have and 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 when at this point in history that it's you know, events change it this much. I, that's not the way people have families, in my experience. Now you got yeah. a number in mind and kind of an idea when and all this sort of stuff.
0: Well, and listen, if it's a if it's a blackout in New York City for a night or two nights, and people are at home and it's dark already, you know, I could I could almost buy that. I can buy but more. A, but sex. a pandemic where you're constantly
1: w- with each other? No, I buy more sex. I don't buy more babies. But, well, I have something to explain to you here, Jeff. <laughs> Well, I have something to explain to you called birth control, and you don't just go off it because the lights went out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think the vast majority of you know non pregnancies are because of you know intention, sure. not not luck. So, uh, hey, uh,
3: positive Sean, no luck on that clip yet? No, I, I'm seeing reporters report on it, but I haven't seen okay. a
0: video of her saying it. All right, well, let's. Okay, that's fine. I appreciate the effort. Thank you very much. So. Uh, listen, if you're not familiar with Chicago politics, Lori Lightfoot is this way, way left union hack uh, who got elected mayor of Chicago because nobody to the right of, of, of you know, I don't know, Liz Warren can possibly get elected in Chicago. It's a very liberal city, a very black city. Um, and, and to their detriment, they keep electing Democrats. That's obviously my opinion, man. But uh, listen to this, would you? And this, this is such a great email from Jake. I salute you, Jake. Here's a quick rundown, he writes, of how our wise and benevolent overlords in Chicago are protecting us from ourselves. I mean, the coronavirus. Lakeshore Trail was shut down because too many people were jogging on it. Still seems pretty low risk to me, he writes. Um, The Chicago Chicago Police Department's been ordered to set up checkpoints in every district to stop drivers and educate them. And liquor cannot be sold after 9 p.m. I can't find a reason for this, apparently just because they can.
1: Yeah, what is the reason for that? What's the theory behind liquor can't be sold after 9?
0: But here's the, the, the great part of it. Our mayor, Lori Chairman she wannabe Lightfoot, put out a PSA yelling at people to stay home, a public service announcement. One of the examples was, getting your roots done is not essential. Hair salons and the like have been shut down by the state's stay-at-home order. Except over the weekend, she had her hair cut. To their credit, the media for once called her out on her hypocrisy. Her response, and I quote, I'm the public face of this city. I'm on national media, and I'm out in the public eye. I'm a person who, I take my personal hygiene very seriously, uh, Jake, Jake says. Apparently, we plebes do not. As I said, I felt like I needed to have a haircut. I'm not able to do that myself, so I got a haircut. You want to talk more about that, she said, as if the media was out of line challenging her. Uh, and this is the oh, best line. That is not cool. Yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: that is not go. Cool. It's just it's it's the history of people in charge. No, no, no. The rules are for you idiots. Uh, you know, I can make decisions that are wise and okay for the community or the country or the state or whatever. You know, I can drink, but you people can't handle drinking. That's why we have prohibition.
0: And then referring back uh, to the quote, I felt like I needed to have a haircut, so I got a haircut. Jake writes we have to follow their decrees, but if she feels like she needs it, she can get it. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be so understanding to the business owner who says, I feel like I need to make payroll this month. That's a good line. That man. is. I feel like I don't want my employees to be poverty stricken, get thrown out of their place. She's actually being praised for being a strong and powerful leader, mostly in the media. I think most people honestly don't care what government officials do as long as it is sweeping and strongly worded. Uh, somehow a bull in the china shop approach makes most people feel safe. Personally, after a petty despot chairman Xi impression, I'll vote for an American, ha- America-hating, pinko-card-carrying member of the Communist Party if that's what it takes to boot her out. Um, Well, that she's practically that anyway. Uh, I could go on about how there are plenty of government officials who see themselves as a ruling class to whom the rules for peasants do not apply. But, oh, wait, I'm sorry. According to the Chicago Sun-Times, I'm only talking about this because she is black and gay. The last refuge of scoundrels. You're only criticizing me because I'm blank. What a load of crap. Chicago, you can do better. That's pretty weak. You won't, but you can. That is incredibly weak. Thanks for the note, Jake. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, anytime you want. Keep it short, unless you're as eloquent as Jake.
1: Here's another email, and we've been getting lots of texts and emails, and this is a text, actually. I was in the hospital for three days at the end of January. This is someone in California. Tests were inconclusive. I was treated for flu since it was flu season. Hospital staff told me a a lot of staff were out with the flu. My vote is that California got COVID early and got it in January, which would be good news for California and the country that uh, it went through the biggest state and uh, maybe it's on the other side of this whole thing and won't be spreading it around and uh, lengthening how long we have to be shut down, etc., etc.,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I think we need to dig up the quote unquote flu deaths in California from say November through, I don't know, first week of February this year and take a look at that. It's, it's really an interesting question. Um. And a complicated one, because I remember hearing anecdotally a bunch of people were sick and staying home and they got better, uh, but they were as sicker than they'd ever been. I heard that phrase several different times. I remember, you know, over the winter wintertime, um, but it never crossed any sort of threshold where people who live in Cal Unicornia were paying attention to that. I mean, it didn't make the papers. Nobody was particularly concerned. But there is no denying that things have gone crazy in New York and are getting really ugly in uh, in Detroit right now in particular. Uh, it's uh, killing more men than women, and it's really hitting black people for some reason. And, of course, you know, the AOCs of the world want you to believe that it's just because of the oppression of the patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. But it might be something biochemical, because this has to do with uh, hemoglobin and red blood cells and stuff like that. They're beginning to think. Um, and and there could be a difference, a biological difference, you know, of the same sort that makes sickle cell anemia more uh, common in black people than white people, for instance. Um, uh, so I don't I don't I don't know, but I think we're probably a few weeks away from figuring all this out, at least to a greater extent. Meanwhile, it, it, I believe by next week, maybe later in the week, uh, our opinion will start to become the opinion. That in areas that are doing fine, throw on a mask and go get it. Go about your business. Let's get the economy going. Open up the stores. The restaurants could be a little problematic, but at least for goodness sakes, you know, have three dine in tables and, and let people come in to carry out their food if they're wearing a mask and staying apart. Let's wash our hands all the time, but let's get going again. We have to get going again.
1: So the president's going to have his press conference today at one. 1- Eastern, recognizing that it is Good Friday, he said in his tweet. This will be most likely the least church attended Good Friday in the history of Christianity by percentage, I'm sure, uh, of population because most churches are closed. There are some churches that are defying it and opening, but that's the, that's the definitely a rarity. Mm -hmm. Um, gonna be a lot of, uh, Zoom slash Skype slash FaceTime services, I guess.
3: Yeah, and just streaming, yeah. Did, yep. did did you this was a couple weeks ago did you guys see the videos that were out of the Vatican when they were uh I think it was the Vatican uh they were streaming they were live streaming some services on Snapchat but the priest who probably had never used Snapchat before that mo- morning didn't know how to turn the filters off so during his speech like every now and then he would have like an astronaut helmet on his head or like fox ears or like weird Groucho Marx glasses just it was it was charming that is funny yeah I'll have to seek that out if we can find that let's post that at the
0: website so com.
1: I gotta look up what group it is that's going after zoom because somebody is claiming that because some people hacked into a meeting that was mostly black women on zoom and said some racist things zoom is responsible for some sort of racial something or other no stop it um yeah oh stop it is correct uh Zoom is getting hacked all over the place. Apparently there are apps you can download and you can do it yourself. I, I I I'd like to. I just um I'm so unmotivated by everything that I
0: just I haven't done it yet. Yeah, just just do something funny. Don't do something awful, you jackasses. A little cleverness, please. Oh, speaking of jackasses, politics has not stopped obviously during this thing. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are holding up the small business, the new small business aid package. Their reasoning will annoy you. Nancy is also saying the president should not open up the country too quickly. And I will submit to you, it's because she wants you to be as government dependent as possible. She is loving this, politically speaking.
1: The fact that there's a poll out today showing that a majority of Democrats would rather have Andrew Cuomo than Biden. Is uh how do you how do you even what do you even do if you're Joe Biden's camp? Hope that it passes when this is over. That's tough, man. You gotten through the whole primary process and you can't even get a majority of Democrats that want you as opposed to a different person. You
0: know, I think it it may have it may be the old unvetted uh, candidate rises briefly to the top phenomenon. If you're unhappy with the candidates, it's what we see early in the primary
3: process where a different person seems to be the hot choice. Kind of like for the, the backup quarterback phenomenon on mediocre teams. The right. Fan, they'll just put right. in this other guy. Yeah, and then
0: they start chanting his name, Cody, Cody. And then Cody finally comes in, and you're reminded why he's on the bench.
1: (laughs) why he's the backup on every team he's ever played for.
0: But there ain't no denying. (laughs) It's a real expression of discontent with the feeble old Joe. No doubt.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. This thing in Wisconsin was one of the most awful things I've ever seen in my life. You it'll just go you the extent that they will go to to hold on to power. And it was all about one Supreme Court seat in Wisconsin. They will kill people to stay in power, literally.
1: James Carvo oh. killed people in Wisconsin, the Republicans, to stay in power. And Paul Krugman writing, American democracy may be dying. Authoritarian rule may be just around the corner. Wisconsin is now hungry. Will the country be next? What? He actually says that in the New York Times today.
0: Oh, for goodness sakes. It's a little
1: overwrought. Holy crap. Yeah, no kidding. And I'm a talk no. show host. We say overwrought things all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there are a couple of political stories worth uh, touching on today. Number one the the small business uh aid act that they're trying to get through the senate right now is being held up because the democrats say it's not enough we want more to government agencies and we want more to hospitals and we want more to, and and mitch mcconnell is saying look let's just get this aid out to to the uh, small business people all right so they can keep people on the payroll let's get this done But uh, the Democrats are just asking for more, more, more. Uh, If if more is appropriate, vote on it another time. But get the help to America's business people who keep us all fed and clothed and medicated. It's not the government. It's the free market. Anyway, one more punch aimed at Nancy. She's uh, going around making the rounds. For instance, she did this interview with uh, Politico saying she's cautioning the president against reopening the country too quickly. Uh, In a Thursday interview with Politico, she asked if she was worried. She said, I would hope that the scientific community would weigh in and say, you can't you can't do this. It is only going to make matters worse if you go out too soon. Uh, We have to know it's data uh, if it's safe. And that's something that I haven't seen as the basis for any decision making. In fact, I've seen the opposite. So she's saying the President's Commission on the COVID has not used any data as the basis for decision-making. Boy, this is just politics for idiots. Well, just
1: Or you uh, repeat yourself.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. So just, you know, for the record, so you notice, the Democrats are trying to stop the aid to small businesses and trying to keep the economy shut down longer. And I am here to tell you, it is because they want to grow the government and they want to grow your dependence. I think it's horrific. What? Not that the Republicans are any walk in the park. If they have any principles, they're going to have to search for a couple hours uh, you know, in the attic to find them. Uh, but at least they're in favor of helping out small business.
1: What product for sale online has had the most growth in the last month? I can let you know in a second, but I'll count you up. And which ones have had the least? You know what's at the bottom? The, 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 the uh, biggest drop-off in sales for online products? Luggage. <laughs> Probably not a lot of people buying luggage. Down seventy-seven no. percent over the last month. I <laughs> just bought a new suitcase. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, briefcases, cameras, men's swimwear is down in sales. Bridal wear, okay. Uh, uh, party and event supplies way down. Right. <clears throat> Golf clubs, that sort of stuff. What's on the What's on the rise? Pain relievers are up 99%, dog food up 139%.
0: Why would dog food be up? What uh-huh. was your dog eating before the coronavirus? Were you just turning them loose in the neighborhood to catch cats or what? I don't know, that's bizarre. Unless it's people
1: stocking up on it. It's got to be the, the weird hoarding thing, like you think they're going to run out of it.
0: Or you're stocking up for a long time in oh. case the uh, Chinese bad-eaten death Gets so horrible, you can't leave your house. Oh,
1: the guy from Walmart too, that runs all of Walmart said that they have sold enough toilet paper just at Walmart for every man, woman, and child in America to have their own role.
3: I read an interesting article that was discussing this phenomenon without the hoarding aspect of it that without people going to work, people are actually using more TP at home. Oh, that right. makes sense. Driving the numbers up. Because people mm. poop at work. Yes, mm. a lot. Some people save it for that. Two or three times a day, yeah. Company makes a dollar, I make a dime, so I do my business on company time. <laughs> well, that's interesting. That's an excellent populist pooping slogan, Sean. <laughs>
1: Our old producer, Vince, thought it was just abhorrent that anybody would do that at work. He would drive home do, and then come back. And he
0: has an hour and a half commute. <laughs>
1: What else has gone up in sales? Uh, uh, toilet paper is up, uh, as we know, one hundred and ninety percent. Dishwashing supplies, milk and cream weights up three hundred and seven percent. People going to work out? Are you? Are you? Are you using those? Well, we had to bring the package in. That's kind of a, a workout. I'll give. Uh, I'll hit you with the very top products that, for growth. But Lan He Chen, this next hour, he's been blasting the WHO in China, and it's fantastic. Can't wait to talk to him about that. This is a story that needs to get. Uh, more attention and and follow through, too. I want something to actually happen. You're here. He's going to bring it. How many of you bought weights or actually used them? Text line 415-295-KFTC.
0: Armstrong
3: and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Netflix has officially announced a new Tiger King special is coming. This is one of the weakest money grabs. Yeah, they yeah. That, that's really not their brand is weak money grabs. Yeah, that's nobody's like,
0: asked for this. No, that's
1: a, that's a network TV thing to to claim you've got something and run promos and then be a letdown. Not not Netflix. Netflix delivers. So that's pretty weak because none of the participants are really involved, and it's just it's. Just, I'm
3: only interested in the fact of what is this even going to. be? Be. right yeah exactly it, has hey,
1: jeff been it's, uh, it's tiger. no it's got hey, tiger. Nothing to do with tiger <laughs> different,
3: different one uh
0: is jeff in jail that's my only question the the only people who want one more tiger king episode are those who just made it through episode three and haven't watched four yet right that's where it starts to head down into sadville yeah
1: yeah Yeah, because it starts as a comedy and turns into just (coughs) sadness. Um, uh, So I was going through the list of things that are, they're selling like crazy. Pain relievers are up 100%. Dog food's up 139%. You know, things that are down. Luggage is down 77%. Yeah, nobody's buying luggage. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Packaged foods are up, obviously. uh, Soups. Cough medicine is up 535%. Bread machines are up 652%. Yeah, I hear uh, wheat is flying off the shelves. They're yeah, having trouble keeping yeast, it inside. Yeah. Yeast. And yeast, yeah. Um, disposable gloves is number one, 670%. I know we use them. I use them every single day. Um, but I've got... I didn't know till yesterday that these Clorox wipes that we've got right here, this big container, are like gold. I can I'm, about probably,
3: to, I'm about to shiv you for that right now.
1: Trade this for sex or something.
0: <laughs> wow. Good, clean, disinfected sex. Let me wipe that off before you... Well, you know.
1: <laughs> so I can't... <laughs> <laughs> so i can't buy these anywhere huh so i this this is i better lock these up so nobody steals them here
0: yeah i was just reading how they've uh seen their the the demand skyrocket by you know 400 percent, whatever it, it is and it takes long enough to gear up that uh, it's unlikely that you'll see that sort of thing on your shelves before a few months go by
1: wow so however many of those you have that's how many you've got to last through this for the most part
0: probably, you know, depending who you ask, I'm looking at this article. Clorox is making as many products as possible, says the uh, cleaning business head of that business. Um, let's see. They're narrowing their product lineup so they can crank out disinfectant cleaners uh, as quickly as
1: possible. Well, the Clorox brand, are there other brands that are just
0: as good but aren't as famous? Uh, probably, yeah. I'm sure there are generics that are just fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've had a knockoff version of these before that are terrible. The paper falls
3: apart. and The kind that I ended up with are like full on just isopropyl. I don't, I can't say that word. The alcohol wipes. And man, I got to be careful. If I wipe down something in my car, I got to open the windows, let the fumes out.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Strong, huh? But that, that, may, that, that, that lets you know it's working. Yes,
3: yes.
0: They That's, say the, the best bet if you're looking for that is the big box stores because they have their own warehouse network. Whereas your local grocery store, it just takes shipments, you know. Every day it has no storage capacity.
1: By the way, we're going to kick the World Health Organization with one of the smartest people in America coming up, Lonnie Chen, who penned an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal uh, doing that very thing and trying to let everybody know, hey, this is a corrupt organization and we shouldn't be listening to them and we certainly shouldn't be giving them all the money that allows them to exist.
0: So stay tuned for that. Yeah, it's a nice idea, but this is not good.
1: I haven't, gotten, down. Start again. I haven't gotten into this article yet, but I just love the headline. Almost half of working adults had no idea what their partner's job involved until we started <laughs> isolating together. He's, what do you do now? You would you goes, were, goes to an office. He's the regional manager, I think, of something types in computer, I believe. It's yeah. auto parts, I think. Or what does she yeah. do? So, you know, same, same thing. She goes to an office. She gets a paycheck. She's got a 401k. I don't know what she does.
0: Eh, the rest is details, it's
1: honestly. Really, it's really kind of funny that, you know... Well, of course, I've got plenty of friends. I don't really know what they do. I kind of know what they do, but I don't really know what
0: they do. Sure. I mean,
3: what occupies most of their day? There, there is it f- filling out forms? Is it talking to people on the phone? You don't know. My friends scroll in Twitter when their b- boss is in, not, not in the room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Slacker America.
3: <laughs> um, seems like there's one
1: more thing I wanted to jam in. They got uh, the problem with the milk in California. Do you know that California is America's dairy state?
0: Really? With, with all due love and respect to Wisconsin, I mean, it's just a, a question of size.
1: Yeah, just because California's so dang big. I still like calling Wisconsin the dairy state. One, it's my home state. Two, it's one of my home states. Two, uh, California's got other things to be proud of, right? Movie stars, surfing, <laughs> homeless people. Right. It's America's bum state. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be the first state to go broke in U.S. history, so that'll no be No way. Exciting. No way. You it's think Illinois, Illinois-, Illinois
0: wins? Illinois, yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be the- it, 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 Illinois is leaving California in the dust because Illinois doesn't have Silicon Valley making billions and billions, with trillions of dollars in revenue. It's the only thing keeping Cal Unicornia afloat. But there's way
1: too much milk out there. They don't know what to do with it. We got a milk glut going on mostly because schools are shut down, restaurants are shut down. That's where all the milk goes, to schools and restaurants, and uh people aren't drinking as much of it as home, I guess. And uh as it said here, you can't turn off the cows. The cows are producing the same amount they were before the COVID hit. And you got all that milk, and what are you going to do with it?
3: Hey, cows, maybe take we it all, easy.
0: Maybe we all need to start taking milk baths like Madonna. Get some rose petals and some milk and take a bath and explain it's the Great Equalizer. It's the Great Equalizer. You're the Great Jackass.
1: I heard she put out another weird video yesterday, but I didn't actually see Whatever. it anymore. Yeah, exactly.
0: Clothe yourself, you harlot.
1: I was going to look for it, and I thought, no, I'm not. I'm not going to Google no. Madonna's latest weirdo video and get sucked into that. I've, surely I've got better things to do.
0: Yeah, at a certain point, you,
1: you don't want to be party to it, you know? Um, the guy who runs the World Health Organization, it would seem, is completely corrupt, completely bought by the communist Chinese who are the number one foe of the United States. The United, the, the, the freaking media r- regularly quotes this guy as if he is, you know, sermon on the mount about COVID, uh, which is really disturbing. Lonnie Chen is going to explain why that's an issue we should all be paying attention to next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs>
0: Don't politicize this virus. If
1: you want to have many more body bags, then you do it. If you don't want many more body bags, then you refrain from politicizing it. Ooh, the guy in charge of the World Health Organization blasting all of us. Don't politicize this so there'll be more body bags, though he has politicized it all. From the very beginning. His name is complicated. It's Tedros, something or other, something or other. So people are starting to call him T A G, uh, his initials. And our, uh, our friend Lan He Chen wrote a piece in the Wall Street Journal, which we read from yesterday, in which he said the World Health Organization isn't just China centric, it is broken and compromised, and goes through an explanation of that. And we thought, why not talk to Lan He about it?
0: Lanhee Chen is the David and Diane Steffi Research Fellow at the Hoover Institution, Director of Domestic Policy Studies and Lecturer in the Public Policy Program at Stanford University. Joins us now. Lanhee, how are
2: you? Hey, guys. Always good to be with you.
0: Hey, that was a firm-handed spanking you gave the WHO uh, the other day, and well done. Uh, what is it that bothers you most about the way they're doing what they're doing?
2: Well, gosh, you know, where do we start? I mean, that, that clip you guys played, I, I mean, he doesn't sound like the director of a public health agency. He sounds like a tin-pot dictator. And, you know, one shouldn't be surprised if you look at the background of where Dr. Tedros came from and why it is that he seems so interested in in, in placating China's view on this. Um, I, I think there's a couple of challenges. First of all, the, the WHO is has been for many years a public health organization that countries around the world have looked to for guidance on critical issues, and they've done a lot of good work. I don't wanna, I don't want to let that go. They've done a lot of good work. The problem is that in the last 10 years or so, the organization has basically been co-opted to launder the public health agenda of the Chinese government. And that's not a problem if you don't, first of all, don't care, or B, if you're not in a state of pandemic, as we are now. And in the current crisis, what the World Health Organization has done is basically to simply accept, without questioning or investigation, everything that the Chinese government has said about coronavirus. And now we actually know, because the U.S. intelligence community has reported this, that the Chinese have repeatedly lied obfuscated, and hidden the truth about coronavirus. And so when you have the public health organization of the world, supposedly, basically taking those statements and saying, yeah, they're true, uh, and, and, you know, spreading those around to the rest of the world, it's a problem. It's a problem for us, and it's a problem not just for us, but for nations around the world.
1: Well, of course, the icing on the cake is that the World Health Organization, like NATO and like the UNN, the United States is the biggest financial contributor, so we're paying a whole bunch of money to have some guy spout nonsense straight out of the mouth of the communist Chinese.
2: Well, right. So $400 million a year is what we send the World Health Organization. We are the world's largest supporter of the WHO. By the way, the world's second largest supporter of the WHO is the Gates Foundation. It's not even another government. I mean, it's not wow. even close. And the Chinese, by comparison, so we give four hundred. The Chinese give about $44 a year. So how are they able to get control of the organization? The answer is quite simple. It's the same thing that they've done with a lot of other international organizations. They've tried to make sure that the leadership of those organizations is sympathetic to their point of view. So this guy Tedros was a leader in Ethiopia at a time when China invested heavily and gave a lot of money to Ethiopia to develop infrastructure and all sorts of other projects. Tedros has always been accused of being too close to China. And then to put icing on the cake, he puts in charge of the coronavirus task force at the WHO, a guy who is completely bought into China's agenda, has not criticized China once during this entire coronavirus crisis. And instead, both he and Tedros have criticized the United States for our policy response. Now, you can say what you want about Trump and what he's done, but there is no question in my mind that shutting down travel early to China bought us some time. Now, we didn't use the time as well as we probably should have, but it bought us time. So to criticize the U.S. for that strikes me as being completely off base. Well,
1: what does it do with these guys in the WHO, though? Or do did, did they, and I hope that good journalists look into this, this Tedros dude back in Ethiopia, does he have a giant house that the Chinese bought or drive around in a Bentley? Or does, is he holding his daughters, are they holding his daughters captive? I mean, it's one thing. To not investigate as fully as they should early on whether or not there was human-to-human uh, transmission of the virus. They did a horrible job on that. And lied about it. But but to make these statements about, we would just like to point out China's amazing transparency, I mean, they've gone above and beyond covering for China. What the hell?
2: Well, right. That, so so if you look at the timeline, which is something I go through in my piece, th- this is really important to, to know. So they basically... Uh, said on January 14th, before they had investigated, before the WHO had investigated itself, they basically said, yeah, we agree with China. There's no human-to-human transmission. Then a couple weeks later, the WHO and Dr. Tedros specifically applaud the Chinese communist leadership for transparency. Then the WHO goes out and says, oh, no, don't worry. The transmission of this virus is, quote, minimal and slow. And, and time and time again, they fall down on the job. They don't even declare this thing a pandemic until March 11th, when there are over 100,000 cases around the world. So the, the WHO, it seems to me, has failed, not just in terms of its basic public health responsibilities, but in terms of being just an organization that tries to do what is best for its, the rest of its member states. The other thing I'll bring up is that very early on, in fact, in December, Taiwan had informed the WHO of this strange pneumonia-like virus and asked it to produce information and to distribute information about it. Those warnings, those warnings from Taiwan went completely ignored. Now, why did they go ignored? Because Beijing's view, China's view, is that Taiwan is a renegade province and is not its own entity and therefore should not be in the WHO. So what does the WHO do? Instead of investigating for the good of our public health, they accept the political argument of the Chinese government and ignore the Taiwanese. That, that to me is unforgivable as well.
0: Lon Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution and Stanford University on the line. Listen, I understand uh, that the need to, say, overlook some of the sins of the Saudi uh, regime are necessary if you're going to be allied with the Saudi regime. And you could argue, well, the WHO needs to be operating in China. And like Apple and uh, a thousand other firms is is realized, look, if I call them on all their crap, I won't even be able to do business there. But it, it seems to me that the WHO has gone so far beyond going along... get along i'm with jack i mean are they just specifically on the take are they communists are they just drawn to the great power of chairman xi i don't don't get it since their their very reason for existence is to keep people from dying of diseases
2: well i i do think first of all the leadership matters a lot i think tedros is completely bought into uh, what the chinese government is doing and saying now we can speculate on why that is. And I think one of the things we ought to demand is a transparency and accounting around Tedros's compensation structure, yeah. uh, what he's being paid. You know, it, I, I think you guys raised this on the show yesterday. Is the guy flying around in like a, a Gulf stream everywhere right. he goes, you know, or is he is, is he schlepping it in coach? You know, I mean, it, those would be good things to know. Right. And, and the, if we're going to send $400 million to this organization every year, I do think it's fair for us to ask, what are we getting for our money? And and right now, it, it just seems pretty suspicious that Dr. Tedros and his cronies are walking around not having said a single, you cannot find in the record, a single negative thing they have said about China's handling of coronavirus, the way in which the Chinese have, have essentially obfuscated the truth, or... Uh, the way in which uh, you know China has responded to this internally. You will, you will not see a single criticism of that. But I guarantee wow. you, you will find plenty of criticisms about the United States and about other countries that have followed the same approach that we have.
1: Not enough criticism out of the mainstream media of the WHO, and Tedros in particular, uh, in my mind, either. The New York Times had the story a couple of weeks ago that you could have a 95% reduction in the damage that was done by this by this deads and, e- and economically uh, laid at the foot of China if they had let the world know what was going on earlier on. Well, you got to put that at the feet of uh, Tedros himself, don't you?
2: Oh, you absolutely have to. He's the leader of the organization. He's the one responsible for not disseminating more information, sounding the alarm earlier, trying to do a better job of taking seriously that this was going to be a big public health challenge. And I, and I think the WHO has to bear some fundamental responsibility for that. Look, about the mainstream media, let me just say this. I think the reason why they, they see this as Trump trying to draw a distraction away from whatever it is, but they then refuse to look seriously and carefully at this organization and I, I bet you if they took if they were willing to take a serious look instead of just dismissing it as some kind of stunt they would see exactly what I saw which is absolutely appalling it is app- this guy is appalling and you heard it in his response the way that he you know this stupid blood on their hands argument it, it, there's another part of that clip you guys ought to find where he says that the US needs to behave.
3: He uses the word "behave."
2: Oh, Oh, dude, this guy, this guy is this guy is beyond the pale. And and the first thing we need to do is we need to remove this guy, and then we can talk about organizational reform. Because while this guy is there, there is no way the World Health Organization becomes a better organization. Just not going to happen. Behave! Behave. Oh, those those are
0: fighting words, dude. (laughs) Stole the words out of my mouth. Uh, you know, the, um, the thing with the media, and we've observed this for a long time, Lonnie, is that they're so proud of not being xenophobic. They've crossed some sort of line. They're xenophiles. They're xenophiliacs. They, uh, they believe if it is international, if it is foreign, it's by definition superior to the ugly, ugly United States. And right. I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, my metaphor is like a Western movie, maybe, where, you know, you got the big tough gunfighter and he doesn't have to worry about anything. He just kind of lets things go because he's the biggest, toughest, nobody and everybody knows it until the other, the, the new big tough gunfighter comes to town. And I think we have just been kind of flabby and not paying attention to international institutions because we ran them. But now China is big enough and tough enough. They've come to town. Mm-hmm. They're trying to utilize these organizations to their own ends. You know, we only have like, 20 seconds but if you want to comment
2: no that's right and and it it, problem is we're still spending the most amount of money in the world on these organizations so we need to demand some accountability i have no problem with multilateral action there's sometimes when you need organizations like this but if you're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars a year to an organization like this you better be sure that we're spending it for good and not for evil and right now this tedros guy and the who are, are rotten to the core
0: Lonnie J Chen, Lon He, thanks a million Great for the time. Stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Keep uh, preaching, my brother.
1: And Lonnie Chen is not the kind of guy that you know calls someone appalling. I mean, that's common on cable news and, and talk radio. He, he's not the kind of guy that says that sort of stuff unless it's true. And in this case, it is very true. Armstrong and get.